0: George Camel, Ramsey personality, the most hated man in the restaurant industry, is my co-host today. It's an honor. Uh, that and, uh, and and by the horse people, too. You, you're just, oh, gosh, yeah. I forgot about that. Actual contingencies of people that hate you. It's awesome. I'm so glad that you're moving things around and causing some friction. It's good to have Stirring you as my co-host ruckus. today. Yeah. So if you don't know, he posted a thing on Instagram that is cheaper to eat at home than it is cooking your own food than it is to eat out. And apparently this is a revelation to people in America, so uh, we've had a lot of fun making fun of you people that uh, have uh, argued with George. Common sense is offensive these days. It's so rare, it's like having a superpower. Abigail's with us. Abigail's in Nashville. Hi, Abigail. Welcome to The Ramsey Show.
1: Hi, Dave. Hi, George. It's good to talk to you.
0: You you too. What's up?
1: Um, So my husband and I are on baby step number six, and we're curious if we should use our savings to pay off our house. Either now or in the near future. Why would you so, not? Um, well, um, that is baby step six. <laughs> yes. No, my um, we've been unemployed since September. My husband just accepted a job, and we'll start next week. Yay! At a, yeah, at a lower income as we had before. But mm-hmm. then I'm also eight months eight months pregnant.
0: Phenomenal. So I'm a, I so assume funny. when you say you're taking down savings, you still have an emergency fund after you pay off your house, right?
1: Um, I think so. So we we have about one seventy five saved right now in various money market mutual mm-hmm. funds, stocks, all this stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and we owe one hundred and forty eight thousand. So
0: that would be like fifty thousand bucks left. Or no, twenty five thousand bucks left over.
1: Right. So that would emergency. kind of be our our, our emergency fund. Yeah, what's your household so income? Then, um, so with this new job, mm-hmm. it would be forty thousand a year.
0: Oh yeah, pay off your house tomorrow.
1: Really? Why would well, you wait? We do it? Why would you wait? Well, I mean, do,
0: do, we what do you wait, wait until on? after
1: the baby? Well, oh, baby. What baby. Well, the baby's the not going to affect, I
0: mean, babies don't cost foreclosures.
1: No, well, that's true.
2: You have health insurance okay. and you have your emergency fund.
0: You have $25,000, yeah. you have health insurance, your husband has a job, and you have a paid-for house. I can't think of a better thing for a baby to come home to.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: What's your mortgage payment?
1: Um, so our mortgage right now is about Thirteen
0: hundred. Yeah. Under what so, circumstances do you need one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for your baby?
1: No, we don't. But um, part of that was the severance package.
0: So no, but under what job. circumstances would you need one hundred and fifty thousand dollars due to the fact you're having a baby next month? We wouldn't need that much. I can't think of one. That's what I'm saying.
1: Right. So, yeah. but and <laughs> you
0: said you said yeah, but baby, do I wait till after the baby comes? Well, no, it do not have anything to do with it. And you've increased oh, yeah. your
1: cash
2: flow next month because you don't have principal and interest to pay.
1: That's true. So we're just, um, under our current insurance plan, I think we have like 17000 in our deductible. So if the baby had a NICU stay, we'd still need quite a bit of cash. But that's just like the worst case scenario.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's not the end of the world to wait um, uh, until after baby comes if you want to. But the point okay. being that, um, you know, we're... I don't want you sitting around figuring out a way to rationalize that You keep this money because it makes you feel safe because paying off a home is going to make you feel safer. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if right. you hate being debt free, you can always go get a mortgage later.
1: No, I think we would enjoy
0: it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if you want to, yeah. when's baby due? Um, January. Okay. Any indications that there's any issues? No. Good. Well, congratulations. That's wonderful. An
2: exciting time. Yeah. So new what child, we're talking about here
0: is, is the difference in four weeks or five weeks.
3: Well, Yeah, it's not that yeah. long.
0: Pay off your house or now or pay it off if the baby comes. I don't care at the end of the world. Okay. But what I, what I do want to challenge and what I was doing is to cha- just challenge your critical thinking on it. Because mm-hmm. what happens is um, most people, me included, because babies are so cool um, and they scare you. When they Mm -hmm. come, because it's a whole new set of responsibilities. Even if it's the second or third one, it's that much more responsibility. And so, you know, they're they're looking at you, going, "I just cost a lot of money," you know. So, so, I mean, I I, you know, I've been through that myself as a as a as a dad and then as a granddad. So I get all of that. But what that is is thinking with emotion rather than actual math. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: And that so that's why I'm pushing back. Is I just want you to think, you know, critically thinking. There's a one percent chance that paying off your house is a problem here. And but right. if on that one percent, if it just makes you feel better, wait till your baby comes home and then pay off the house. But don't do not get to the end of February with a mortgage. Okay. Under any circumstances. Unless unless baby has serious problems and you're in like you said, some kind of NICU stay or something. Yeah. But um just don't 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 figure out another reason to kick the can down the road that's emotional and not logical. So
2: there's always a what if out there, but well,
0: yeah, but I mean, the other thing is most of them end better with a paid for house. I mean, what if, what if he loses the new job? Well, paid for a house. What if, what if, what if, what if, what, what if, if, if we don't have a mortgage payment next month? That's yeah, fine. There you go. Brady's in St. Louis. Hey Brady, what's up? Hey guys, how you doing? Great. How can we help? Hey, so I've got a couple of questions
3: for y'all. I, uh, I'm 21 years old and I, uh, I'm in college. I'm about to graduate here in May. Good I've for you. Signed, Thank you, sir. I've actually signed to uh, start a position already. So right What's your degree in? Me. Uh, it's going to be in computer science with a concentration in software engineering.
0: Wonderful. Um,
3: well done. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you. And I, uh, I'm going to be um, working at Boeing in St. Louis as a software engineer. So I'm super excited about that, but my... I guess my general question is is how can I set myself up and I, I have a fiance now we're getting married end of next year in September. How can I set myself up, my kids up, my fiance, the whole family where we can be successful month to month and successful for retirement and live comfortably?
2: What are you gonna be making?
3: Uh, I'll be at eighty two thousand starting salary and I'll have a eight thousand
2: signing bonus in May.
0: And this awesome. is kids, this is future kids. Your fiancé doesn't already have kids. You don't already have kids. Exactly. Yes, okay. Sir.
2: Thinking ahead. So do you have any debt? Uh,
3: I have uh, I have no student loans graduating, but I have about $20,000 in car loan.
2: Okay. Well, your A1 would be to pay that off uh, when you get out. Do you have any money saved up?
3: Uh, I have about $2,000 saved up now. Yeah.
2: Well, get graduated, get
0: married, get the job, get the car paid off. That's thing one. Your most powerful wealth-building tool is your income. And if you quit giving it to other people, it sets you up, right? Okay, yes, sir.
2: So the best thing you can do is get out of debt, stay out of debt, have a pile of money in the bank, be investing for the future, pay off your house once you get that as soon as you can. And, man, that is the way to set up your family's future. And you're going to get there in no time at 21, making the money you're making. It's only going up from here. If you follow the steps, the baby steps we teach, you'll be there in no time. I'm going to gift you Financial Peace University to help kickstart this journey for you. So hang on the line, Austin will pick up. We're going to gift you that. Watch all nine lessons with your fiance as a premarital counseling. It'll change everything, man. I'm telling you.
0: Oh, every young couple getting married ought to do that. Wow, this is the Ramsey Show.
1: Hey guys, it's Rachel. You've heard me talk about Christian Healthcare Ministries, a health cost sharing ministry, but I want you to hear from one of their members. Abby racked up a lot of doctor bills with a recent pregnancy, but she said CHM shared all of her eligible pregnancy related medical expenses. And their staff was consistently attentive, helpful, and considerate. That's Abby's CHM story, and it could be yours. Learn more and join chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget.
0: Well, we're in the holiday season where our brains are focused on buying presents, decorating our homes, and all the Christmas and New Year celebrations. And then all of a sudden, January's here. And some people hit January with what's known as a financial hangover. Well, we have the antidote for keeping you from doing that. Um, and it's called Get Signed Up for Building Wealth Live. We're going to be doing it here in Nashville January the 12th. This one night event will help you kick off 2023 feeling confident about your finances. Rachel Cruz, George Camel, Ken Coleman, me, Dr. John Deloney, join us as we walk you through a simple but proven plan to get back on track and build wealth. Yes, it is possible. Our Building Wealth events have been a huge hit, and we just wrapped up our sold-out fall season. It's a lot of fun, and our January event will be here in the Ramsey headquarters. But we're also headed to Indianapolis, Austin, Salt Lake City, and Anaheim, all the dates in the spring. Uh, they're selling very, very rapidly. Passes are only $39 to come to these events. Building Wealth Live. Get your tickets to Nashville today at RamseySolutions.com slash events ramseysolutions.com slash events. Our question of the day comes from blinds.com. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. It means even if you mismeasure or you pick the wrong color, they'll remake your blinds for free. Free samples, free shipping, and new promos all the time. You'll save even more. Use the promo
2: code Ramsey to get the best deal. Today's question comes from Claire in Vermont. She asks, does contribution toward teacher pension count in the 15% investing in retirement? Or should 15% be invested and then the pension contribution be extra on top of that? I'm asking for my mother-in-law, who is 63. She started an IRA outside of the pension, but that's been started pretty recently. All right, so a lot of numbers got thrown around there with pension. But what she's asking is, you know, if the company is paying into the pension not the person how does that affect this uh baby step 4 15% doesn't at all
0: if you if still the company's do the paying it if you have a pension that you are required that's mandatory for you to put money in and you're putting in 15% there's two problems uh with that three problems with that one is you have no control of it it's not an asset of yours it's an asset of the company if the company goes broke the pension goes with it so if uh you work for XYZ company that just filed chapter 11 bankruptcy because they were into Bitcoin or something, then you would have zero pension because your pension goes broke when the company goes broke. The second problem with the pension is um, you don't have control over what it is invested in. And so it doesn't produce as much income later. Uh, And of course the third problem is it dies when you die. So uh, you lose it. It's gone. Poof, just like smoke. And so, all all of that to say, if you are putting 15% in, it's not as good as you putting 15% in the other, but we'll count it. I would count it something
2: if I were in your shoes, maybe half or something like that. That's what we usually say. Yeah. So let's uh, for an example, if you have to put in 12%, it's mandatory. We would count that at about 6%, half because of the poor performance, because you have no control. So if you have that six, you'd still put another nine to get to 15%, baby step four. Great question. Mary's in Boise, Idaho. Hi, Mary. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
1: Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Um, I, have a, I have a question about um, gift giving and gift receiving at the holidays. Um, my husband and I are, we don't have any debt other than like no credit card debt, no student loan debt. Um, we do have some automobile debt in our home, of course. So we're rapidly paying those off. And every year we tell our siblings, I have three siblings. My husband has two. We have a total of 11 nieces and nephews plus our parents. We just say no gifts. We just want to see you. We just want to hang out. And every year we find out everybody's getting us gifts. And then last excuse me, last minute, we all, we decide to buy them something, but it doesn't feel like it's coming from the heart. So I guess my question is, is it cheap of us to know that we're going to be receiving gifts and not give gifts because we're focusing on ourselves or is this the time when we just put our financial goals aside so that we can gift people with something
2: i don't think you're cheap. cheap i i personally okay. don't think you're cheap i think forced generosity where i'm i'm giving you something and i'm expecting something in return that is not the spirit of giving to begin with uh so if you've mm-hmm. had that conversation and they are resentful of you then you can't carry that mm-hmm. that's not on I don't, you i don't
1: feel like there's resentment there it's, it's guilt just, on your Too bad. end we're gonna we're gonna give you something anyway so then so it's just it's i guess it's just in between our ears where we feel like we're being cheap by not getting everybody something yeah but i mean if you do well the math let you me, know let me like just t- regard- you, you can do
0: whatever you want to do obviously any family can do whatever they mm-hmm. want to do um our families years ago when sharon and i went broke we sat down with all of her brothers and sisters, there's 13 grandkids on that side, um, and, uh, five brothers and sisters and spouses, right? So Mm -hmm. there's 20 something people involved Yeah, uh, and going into Christmas at her folks as an example. All right. And we had to sit down with them and we said, guys, we're really sorry. Um, we cannot afford to buy everybody a gift. And so we're begging you guys to join us in this. It's kind of gotten ridiculous anyway, and let's the, mm-hmm. let, the, let the adults draw names, and each one by one a gift. And, and little kids that are under, whatever, 10 or something get gifts, and the rest of them are in the drawing, you know, um, okay. or, or whatever thing. And would you all join us in this? Because we don't want to come in here and feel guilty. And if you all are all going to give each other gifts, and we're going to be sitting here feeling guilty, we're not going to be able to come because we don't want to sit here in that.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: And you know what? They went. Thank God somebody said it out loud. We always were thinking the same thing. They weren't even broke, and they were just glad to draw names because it gets just dumb anyway, right? I mean, you're buying somebody, you see something, you see four or five times a year a gift, and they've already mm-hmm. bought anything they really wanted, and so it goes in a drawer or it's thrown away or ends up in the seldom-used kitchen items bin or whatever it is, you know? And so it's, it's it starts to be silly, really.
1: Yeah. In, yeah. Mo-
0: in most families. Now, some families are unbelievably into it and whatever that's fine but uh i I would just have a conversation please don't put us in this position and well and
1: then i guess my next question is when you get to the step of give wealth and get uh you know gain wealth and give um i'm messing it up listen we're Um, we're extremely
0: wealthy and our kids the ramsey kids got together at thanksgiving and drew names as a matter of fact there's an app that you can use to draw names Okay. I found that out at the Thanksgiving table this year. There's an app for that. Of course, Rachel knows there's an app for drawing names, mm-hmm.
2: right? And I think it's more fun anyways that way. And yeah. then no one's going, well, he got three gifts and I got two and his were worth more than... And it just becomes a weird spirit to the whole but, thing. I mean, our kids can afford yeah. to
0: give each other anything they want to give them. And we can afford to give them anything we want to give them. It's ridiculous. And we don't. We don't. I mean, we, we just... We give... We're, we drew names and we're going to do that. And... You know, now Mimi's. Well, think, gr- you know,
1: our philosophy is you know just spending time with each other. That's yeah. all the gift we want. Even if we were millionaires, it's like I just want. Well, to that, Well, that's the point.
0: That's the point. And so we do yeah. one gift in the spirit of gift giving for adults, okay. and all the little kids get gifts, and it's fun to watch the little seven-year-olds get gifts. That's fine. That usually doesn't kill you, but it's just the the the, the big thing here is the manipulation of the relationship process. To where you you ask them not to put you into this position, and you'll probably find that somebody will go along, and you may have to kind of draw a line and go, you know, we're just not going to be able to be here if you're going to put us in this position because we just don't think that way, and you know we'll get with you another time, and uh, we're not going to sit here and watch all y'all open gifts and we didn't buy them. That's just That's weird. Awkward. That's awkward as crud. That's just weird. I don't want to be. I don't want to be guilt tripped intentionally or unintentionally. Or in my own ear, between my own ears, or whatever. It's it's a difficult time. You know, the beauty, Georgia, of this time of year is you get to see your family. The, the bad thing is you get to see your family.
2: <laughs> Both and. <laughs> I mean, our cousins sit around, we're adults now, and we just give each other a $25 gift card, and I get a $25 gift card. I mean, the dirty card, Santa stuff is a lot more fun. Yes. The gag gifts, have yeah, fun with it, steal from each other. a lot more fun. Set a gift limit. I think that should be the new trend this Christmas. Just tear into it absolutely you know i mean oh my gosh (laughs) which by the way dave i still have to buy you a gift and i expect one in return
0: george the chance of me feeling guilty about this is really close to zero maybe
2: negative amounts i'm thinking
0: i'm thinking beaver pelt
2: (laughs) oh gosh back to the beaver pelt we go
0: (laughs) you can make a hat out of it george this is the ramsey show Are you sick of George Camel, Ramsey personality, host of Smart Money Happy Hour, at least co-host with Rachel Cruz, is my co-host here today on the Ramsey Show. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage, David and Jessica are with us. Hey guys, how are you? Hey Dave. Welcome to be here. Where do you guys live?
4: Just outside of Louisville, Kentucky.
0: Oh, cool! Well, welcome. Glad to have you in Nashville. So, here to do a debt-free scream. How much did you pay off? Uh, about one hundred and twenty thousand. All
5: right. How long did that take? Twenty-two months. Good for you. And your range of income during that two years? Uh, about one ten to one fifty. Cool. What do y'all do for a living? I'm a commercial truck driver, mm-hmm.
4: and I'm a, f- a supervisor for pharmacy operations.
5: Awesome. Good. And what kind of debt was this? One hundred and twenty thousand. Everything, everything. <laughs> everything, credit cards, student loans, uh, cars,
4: medical bills, medical
5: bills, personal loans, all of it. You guys were like normal, super normal, super normal and normal shocks. Oh, so uh, how long
0: y'all
4: been married? All of the years.
0: The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> how long you been married? Five years. Uh, five years. Five. Okay. And out of the five years, about two years ago, something happened and gave you a wake-up call. Tell us what happened and how would you get started on this Ramsey stuff?
5: Well, going back um, a couple years before that, um, 2015, uh, she was coming out of a, uh, a very toxic marriage. Um, I was coming out of prison, um, did a couple years in Indiana mm-hmm. for uh, drug addiction-related stuff. Mm-hmm. Um So we were both kind of starting over. We'd known each other since high school, Mm -hmm. but we kind of off and on stayed connected. So Mm -hmm. kind of came back together. And um, after we got married in 2016, um, we didn't really know what to do. We were living with family, talking to bankers, talking to people that knew their stuff. Uh, Everybody was telling us, buy a house, do this, got to build your credit, get credit cards. So that's what we did. they never said seventeen credit cards was too many. They just said get credit cards.
4: Um, I never gave me a number. Exactly. They never said stop. They
5: just said to do it. So we did and we did it a lot. And um so then um twenty nineteen, um we had bought a house. We we really should have been able to afford it, but we were so swamped in every other area that we ended up selling that. Mm-hmm. Moved back in with family, um mm-hmm. and then we just found ourselves really, really broke and uh Trying to figure out where to go from there, then we found you. Yeah, this new life was supposed to be fun. <laughs> it's supposed right, to be. And it right. didn't have, didn't turn out that way. So you bumped into us where? Um, that would be me. Um, I worked with a guy for a while. Uh, I wouldn't even call us friends. We were just buddies at work. Um, and I remembered we had an open enrollment. He had mentioned he didn't need any of the or do any of the benefits at work. He used Xander. And I said, what's Xander? And he said, uh, the Dave Ramsey uh, stuff. And I said, what's that? He said, the financial guy. Two and a half years later, uh, Tyler Hardese, if you ever watch this. Two and a half years later, don't know why it triggered in my mind, but hmm. jumped back into it. There it was. Okay. So mm-hmm. you just Google it and find us, yeah, and here just, we go. Just huh? dove in, found you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, wow. congratulations. I'm proud of you.
2: You went, I trusted bankers long enough. Let me trust this Dave Ramsey guy and see what he has to say. And after watching
5: it for a little while, he seemed like he knew what he was talking about. <laughs>
2: wow. So how how much of a turnaround was it instant where you just went, and I'm going to cut up all 17 cards? What was this process like to get started?
4: Kicking and screaming. So Was that on your end? That was on my part. I was very, very reluctant. Um, I had been in a toxic marriage, and I said, you know, from that point forward, I'm going to be independently broke. I am not going to be codependent <laughs> on anyone else uh, for financial anything. So you said so this
2: was a control thing. You're like, no one's going to tell me how I'm going to – live my financial life
4: yep um and you know i thought this is just a fad he's gonna lose interest in this um and then he introduced us to our elp tracy hi tracy um who's been our biggest supporter um keeping us on track but uh she'll that very first meeting she'll tell you i was like i don't want to do this i am not excited about this this is not how i wanted to live my life um but here we are
2: 22%. they never said a good attitude was required okay okay <laughs> That's amazing. But you started doing this stuff and you went, oh my gosh, this actually works.
0: At what point did you flip Um, from being heels dug in to running forward?
4: So there were two. Um, I actually started getting really into uh, the Ken Coleman show um, and had some questions about my career. Um, He gave me some really great advice, put myself in proximity of the people who could make things happen, got two promotions within six months. Um, But really, uh, I would say what solidified it for me is, uh, don't know if you remember, but uh, we very publicly had a hiccup in our financial peace journey in February. Um, So about nine days before... Uh, My son was born, Uh, I went out and bought a van. Yep, that's us so we bought a I, I called you about I, it. oh I have
0: no idea he, that, he you're, you're the only one in 30 years that's <laughs> ever done that no I have no idea what you're talking no, about
4: no he called in February and gave his side of the story and I think oh, you no. asked if I lost my gum mind <laughs> <When> <laughs> I remember I said this it call was now was fear and then I wrote an email the next day which I didn't expect to get a response but you um, responded and I think you called him a twerp um, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Uh, I think
5: George called us both grown children
4: <laughs> he did he did it's all coming back um, to
5: me you guys and band- I I don't remember this but you're <laughs> legendary apparently uh, oh wow I uh-huh. okay. warranted a it's, response
4: yeah it's funny that you talk about the youtube comments because they were not friendly at all but um for that for me that was the changing point you had said there was some fear there you had said that we needed to recommit to our why you even suggested him coming off the road and so we sat down we had a meeting and we said this is our why this is what we want to do and we're going to do it and we actually i think it was may 2023 was our projected date and we hit it this november Wow. so what
0: turned them around they go into the ramsey woodshed they get beat up by <laughs> you me and the youtubers the youtube comments they get just destroyed and then they go okay okay i'll do it <laughs>
2: it was well deserved who yep. knew that
4: could be inspiring
2: <laughs> wow. wow
0: we
4: still have the van by the way it's we kept right it. out we kept there it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's paid off
2: <laughs> that's awesome so, yeah well, so what's proud up of the you journey? guys
5: well done you very went cool may
2: 2023 but you did it months and months earlier what happened
5: I think it's fair to say before the van, which was just kind of a catalyst for us communicating even deeper, we were most, well, not most, but sort of Dave-ish. There there were some things we should have cut out of the budget and things we could have done a little more intensely. And after that, it, it just the intensity you just leaned into up. it we when cut, you realized we it worked we turned all the nonsense completely out of the budget we went a couple months uh, no plastic at all all cash all envelopes you get, um, you get called out on national radio it'll do that to you
4: he can't hear me right because once we gave up the restaurant <laughs> budget um, that's when things like really like knocked it it's out of the park um, was, was <laughs> not, not out. eating out eating
2: at home is cheaper Dave
0: <laughs> George <laughs> See, one more time there it is oh my gosh you guys are amazing. I'm so proud of you. Thank well you. Well done. I'm sorry we took you to the woodshed, but I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> I'm glad it worked out. We, we did it in love. We love you. We wanted you to win, and we're glad you're winning. That's awesome. It
5: was, it was a good, needed motivation at the time. Wow. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is now that you've done it? Everybody says the budget because you have to look at your numbers. If, if you're not, you just you don't even know what you're looking at or what you're talking about. Um, so that is a have-to being on the same page, mm-hmm. uh, communication. Mm-hmm. I know she would say having grace. It mm-hmm. is. It
4: is. And that's part of why we're here is because, you know, we had a hiccup. We had a really big setback. I bought a van when we were 5000 from paying off the car that we had. Um, and so having grace and understanding that you're going to mess up or you're going to make mistakes throughout the journey, but it's not a reason to quit.
0: Wow. That's good. I like it. Good for y'all. Well done. Well done. Hey, we've got a copy of the the, uh, Live and Give box for you, the bundle, and that includes the Total Money Makeover book, the Baby Steps Millionaires book and a one-year membership to financial peace university use those things yourself or give them away to other people enjoy them and uh, we're so honored to have you here i'm glad that we get to hear the other side of a woodshed story
2: it's the where are they now yeah, they're dead free uh, now that's, cool. that's what's
0: up i have no recollection of this because i've done that <laughs> stuff so many times in 30 years but i'm so happy it's only been that been
2: 5,000 calls since then so
0: happy well i mean i'm 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 just—I can't remember my name, but anyway, well done, y'all. Very, very, very proud of
5: you. Good work. And you brought the kiddos. What are their names and ages? Uh, this is Walker. He's mm-hmm. nine months, mm-hmm. and Wyatt is twenty-nine.
0: Months. All right, cool. All right,
5: one hundred twenty
0: thousand paid off in twenty-two months, making one ten to one fifty, plus or minus a van. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, three two, two,
5: one. one. We're, We're debt-free. debt-free!
0: Oh my gosh! Wonderful! Well done! This is the Ramsey Show. George Camel Ramsey, personality, is my co host, Open Phones at 888 825 5225. Tyana is with us in Evansville, Indiana. Hi, Tyana, how are you?
6: Hi, Dave. I'm well. How are you?
0: Better than we deserve. What's up in your world?
6: Yeah, so I just have a quick question. I was wondering if we can afford to move up in-house and whether or not I should allow my mom to move in as well.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> so what is your payment now?
6: Well, our house payment is 458
0: That's pretty cheap. What's your take-home pay? Yeah.
6: Uh, about...
0: 6600 right now. Okay. All right. And do you have other debts?
6: Yes, we do. We have a car for 15k.
0: Mhm. Okay. And so your car payment's bigger than your house payment.
6: Yeah, uh no, actually it's 280.
0: Oh, okay. Well, all right. And what's your household income? Now uh, you said 6600 your take home pay. So your household income's 100
4: grand.
6: Uh, just not quite right now. It's at around um, eighty to eighty-five k, but I receive SSI from my daughters, and that that's a fixed income. So that's how much I get with no tax.
0: I see. Okay. All right and um so uh well we we tell folks not to have a house payment that's more than a fourth of their take-home pay on a 15-year fixed Mm -hmm. um so you have an awesomely low house payment um so you're just wanting a better house why are you wanting to move
6: well our neighborhood is a bit sketchy it always has been but we had a plan to pay off our house very early that's kind of why we moved in in the first place. However, it got pretty dangerous um, when a month ago, someone across the street from us got shot at. And so I don't, I no longer feel safe in the neighborhood. And on top of that, um, with my two disabled daughters, one of them has a lot of equipment that requires a ton of room for her to um, be able to have it with her. So we we just feel like we need a bigger space.
0: All of that was there when you moved in, though, right? Except for the shooting part.
6: Um. Well, no. My daughter is only four months old. Oh. And okay. we moved right, right. We moved in a month before we found out we were even pregnant.
2: Okay. So, what could you sell the house for?
6: Maybe 80, eighty, eighty-one.
0: Hmm. What do you owe on it? Seventy okay so you can barely get out right okay so you get out and then you move and your house payments no more than a fourth of your take-home pay as long as you do that Mm -hmm. that's going to be okay the trick is you 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 don't want to get in a habit of and it doesn't sound like you are that every time I want to get a bigger or every time my income goes up I go get a bigger house because that just means you stay in debt the rest of your life so we want to avoid that but if you make this one move to get away from the shooting gallery and, and to get a little more room for the, you know, for the equipment and everything, then uh, that doesn't sound out of line. And why do you want your mom to live with you?
1: Well,
6: with my daughters, one has multiple appointments a week that I can't really make now that my other daughter is basically homebound. Um, and I have to be with her literally 24 seven. I, I can't even walk outside without having at least another person with me in case of emergencies so there's only two people who I am having trained in her care which is my husband and my mom and my husband works very long hours during the day so it would be just a huge help if she was there to help take care of my daughters with me
0: okay well your mom doesn't own anything she's just going to move into your house and help you with care um the only downside is is that someday you know the situation is going to change and you're going to you know there'll be some undoing of that as long as you don't say this is forever and ever until you know i'm obligated to do this for the rest of my life no i mean we're this is what we're doing for this season Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I that sounds like a wonderful thing. Your mom's able and willing to
2: do that, and it sounds like you've got a pretty strenuous situation, kiddo. Um, and the caveat I'm seeing here is if you sell this house and you've got zero dollars, you might need to pause and save up to have something down on the next house, and maybe pay off this car, and you know, kind of solve that situation. So right. I'm wondering, could you rent somewhere? You have a, a good income with sixty-six hundred. Could you rent for a little while maybe while you kind of get or some even foundation?
0: Two. Yeah, a year or two and clean up the car debt and then build up a good down payment. You're right, because you're not going to have a down payment. That,
2: that would give me a little more financial peace, stepping yeah. into this situation. Yeah, I think, think that's, probably, a,
0: that's probably a wise suggestion right there, something to follow. Austin's with us. Austin is in Wisconsin. Hey, Austin, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, fellas. How are you guys doing today? Great. How can we help? Hey. So uh, I'm a 28 year old guy
7: in college, and I just got home from the jewelry store purchasing an engagement ring for hopefully my future fiance. Yay!
0: Yay! Way to go!
7: Yeah, thank you guys very much. So uh, obviously, like I'm a huge fan of the baby steps and everything, and you know follow them to a T. However, when talking with her about it, uh, she has one asterisk that she wants to make, and I want to know if this is something I should you know raise a stink about. Or if this is kind of something I should just let fall by the wayside and that is, uh, so we're both in baby step two right now, um, paying my way through school and everything. And, uh, the, my question is, should we put 20% into retirement? Once we get to baby step four, that's her asterisk, or should I fight about it and make sure that it's 15 because I really want to pay off the house as soon as we can. But she's you know, looking at the numbers and thinking that we're going to lose out a lot of, you know, like, Growth and growth and growth and time and everything like that.
0: Yeah. So, what is her net worth? So her net
7: worth right now is probably upwards of fifty thousand.
0: Yeah. Mine's not.
7: No, I I, I completely agree. <laughs> I, 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 that was I a trick question, end, Dave.
2: <laughs> Here is so, the thing: if she was so concerned about the power of compound interest, why would she go into debt in the first place?
7: Yeah. That is a fantastic question. Yeah. So you know, I'm, that's a
0: smart, Alec, answer, Austin. To say, um, you know, if you use your best ideas and your best ideas have gotten you nowhere, you probably should use someone else's best ideas.
7: I that that's kind of my opinion
0: as well. Yeah, and that's that's not a twenty percent versus fifteen percent thing. That's not a caveat or an asterisk thing. That's a philosophy mm-hmm. of life thing. And okay. so it's kind of like saying. Um, you know, I just hired a personal trainer. He has an 8-pack and I have a keg. And um, I'm going to do everything he says, but this one thing. Well, you can do that. You can do that. But please don't be arrogant enough to say it's because you're smarter than the guy with the 8-pack
2: when you have a keg. And then don't blame him <laughs> when you don't have the 8-pack because you didn't follow the plan he set out.
0: Exactly. Because I mean, he's he's got he's got the plan to get you to where he is, and he's got proof standing in front of you that it works. Now you can adjust his plan if you want, but it's to your own peril. And tens of millions, literally, tens of millions of people have followed these baby steps. So it really, honestly, it doesn't matter the ten percent versus twenty percent; all that doesn't matter. What matters is this idea that, um, that that. I'm going to question my personal trainer who's got a track record. You know, that, that, that's, that's the important part of the question. It's not the, this, uh, the nuance of, you know, it, it did God ordain fifth. No, he didn't. Uh, that, that's not the point. And, and, uh, it's just that the stuff we teach works. And so why would you screw with it? That's the but thing ain't
2: broke. Don't fix it.
0: Yeah. But you know, let, let's enjoy being engaged and having a lot of fun and planning a marriage and. Uh, Let's learn to take advice from people who are ahead of us on the journey, whichever journey that is, whether it's parenting or marriage or career or money, that puts us out of The Ramsey Show in the books.
2: Do you love a good day rant? Want to see the latest Ramsey Show videos going viral? Check out your favorite moments from The Ramsey Show on YouTube. Go watch and subscribe to The Ramsey Show channel on YouTube.